What is up, my favorite family? You already know what time it is. It's time to what? To F things. F things, F things, F things, F things, F things. Y'all, I really don't have, (laughs) I really don't have like a specific amount of F things that I do for each episode. Just as long as I do it. Just as long as I represent this brand um, here at The Favorite Things where we walk in our favor based off of Psalms 84 11. The Lord will withhold no good thing and he will bestow honor and favor upon us. So we are just going to go ahead and touch and agree with that right now. Praise God and amen are in the building. Okay, so I have been gone. <laughs> Y'all, I've been gone for a couple months and I did not mean to. I apologize. I know that I had said I had some fire stuff for each month, but I had to sit on this one. I had to sit on it. It was not ready yet. There were still things that I needed to understand for this word. So know that this word is like, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm about to go there. This word is like a good barbecue chicken if you let that chicken sit and marinate and then you put it on the grill later on after it has soaked up all the flavors for some hours you get the most delicious thing that you've ever eaten at least if you're a meat eater I mean if you're not if you're vegan or something like that or a vegetarian whatever else you I think we all know the universal language in cooking is you know sometimes letting things sit and marinate makes it better it makes it more tender it makes it more full of flavor um, makes it more exciting and so that's how I feel about this word today this word is very special to my heart um, I'll be talking about the what I call Cinderella anointing For every eligible maiden, I'm here with your Cinderella story. All right, so to my eligible maidens, and although I am specifically talking to single ladies such as myself, fellas, this can be for you as well. There are some references that I have in here, some biblical references. Um, that will help you with your love story as well, playing the role of the prince. And basically, you all, what I want to explain today is about kingdom marriages. And that's why I've chosen Cinderella as my subject, um, because she eventually becomes queen. Normally, most people will talk about Um, Rebecca, or they would talk about Esther, or they would talk about all these other phenomenal women in the Bible. And I wanted to take a different approach to something that was relatable towards me, a story I love, Cinderella, especially if she's in the role of Brandy and Whitney Houston. I love that version, Rodgers and Hammersteins. It's like one of my favorite movies ever. But um this word actually came to me during Halloween when I dressed my daughter up as Princess Tiana for for trick-or-treating and granted yes we're Christians and yes we not necessarily celebrate Halloween we just get dressed (laughs) there ain't nothing wrong with playing make-believe 
Um, because to be honest, um, that's how I got this word. God can work through anything. So as I was getting my daughter ready for, for trick or treating, I got her this really beautiful green outfit and all the fixings. I mean, I had her decked out. She's three. So she just loves this stuff. Like she had fancy gloves. She had the earrings. She had the necklace baby had it going on and she was the fairest one of all the trick-or-treaters that we saw at the ball (laughs) but beside that I took a look at her and I was like this was exciting um and being that I am in my single season I'm starting to to realize that the story of Cinderella is not very far off for kingdom marriage when you think about cinderella and her backstory um it just has anointing all over it um despite you know the magical elements there's there's supernatural powers and supernatural things that god does to get us to our kingdom spouse just like that he gives them revelation just like you he he gives them insight he tells you when to get prepared so we're going to discuss all of that And then we're going to get into why kingdom marriage is kingdom marriage. Yes, the Lord wants us to be happy and equally yoked and he wants us to live fruitful lives. But there's also another meaning to kingdom marriage. There is an assignment. There is a purpose. There is a reason for it that is beyond you. Y'all, I had... I had a dream the other day, and I was going to mention this later, but I'll just mention it now. I had a dream a couple of days ago where I saw written on an object, it's it's bigger than you think it is, or it's more than you think it is. It was one of the two. It means the same thing. And that is what God is trying to establish here on earth as he's working through us, through these kingdom marriages that he is putting together it's bigger than us. When I was young and I would, you know, make my attempts to read through the Bible and I would just get to all the lineage portions of the Bible and so-and-so begat so-and-so and so-and-so begat so-and-so and then they died in the land of their fathers. When you get to those long passages, I didn't realize until I was an adult, of course. Like, of course I knew it was, you know, <laughs> of course I knew that it was meaningful. It wouldn't be in the Bible if it wasn't, but it's lineage. All the seeds that have been planted, every decision that was made um, from the beginning of time until our end of time, everything has been carefully calculated by God, especially when he's trying to move through you, through your family, to break those generational curses. All of the things that you're doing now, sometimes you won't... You won't even see it in your lifetime. You'll just know to do what God's been telling you to do and do the right thing so that his will will be made perfect here on earth. Ain't got nothing to do with you sometimes. But if you work with him and you are, uh, if you partner up with God and you depend on him for all of your motives, then you, you too can live a meaningful, fruitful life. I'm not saying that what you're doing is doesn't mean anything or doesn't have impact. But what I'm saying is that 
what you do of God's will. It's God's will. It's not your will. But he does want you to be happy. He does want you, um, as long as you partner with him, he will give you all things that are good, things that are pure. He'll show you things, give you revelation, make you wealthy, make you rich in in knowledge, in wisdom, in in monetary um, circumstances. But again, he has to know that you're going to steward over that. Um, and that's why kingdom marriages are so important. When he specifically chooses you um, to be that example here on earth for his perfect will, that's that's got to be special. But you also have to accept the call. Not everybody wants to accept the call. Most of y'all just want to be ripping and running around and be hollering in folks' DMs for a cuddy buddy instead of being on kingdom assignment. But we're not going to talk about that right now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We are going to go ahead and get into why God wants kingdom marriage to work. Why does he want your Cinderella anointing to work and be beautiful? Why does he want your love story to work out? I'll tell you. God is doing this because he is showing you through marriage, which is one of the first things that he gave us, gave man on earth. He gave us the gift of marriage. Go ahead and read Genesis. Um, the verse that I have for today is, isn't necessarily in Genesis. We'll get to that. But what God wants to do is mirror his love for the church, his love for his people through marriage. And so we're basing our, our Cinderella anointing today off of Ephesians 5.25. Ephesians 5.25. And as I always say, go back, read the whole chapter, read on, read, read back, read forward, however the Holy Spirit leads you. Um, but we'll go ahead and, and read Ephesians 5.25. Please don't ask me why I'm saying it like that. It just... <laughs> it sounds good in my head. But anyway, um, Ephesians 5.25 is very simple. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And you can read on. There's a lot of good stuff in there. We may come back to it. But yeah, it's very simple. Ephesians 5.25, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. What does this have to do with the Cinderella anointing? We are going to get into that. All right, so we're going to jump into the meat and potatoes of the Cinderella anointing this fairy tale podcast episode i could not have thought of a better way to end this year with this dynamite word um again a little bit about myself i'm in i'm in that waiting season and so what made me so excited about this word when i saw my daughter um sashay around in her little pretty princess outfit is just thinking to myself that a lot of women have stopped believing in their fairy tale happily ever after, which is real. 
it can be real. Again, your prince may be coming, riding in on a donkey and not the stallion that you think. But what God has for you is for you and it is good and it it is pleasing. The title of my podcast episode today is, you know, about every eligible maiden. You are you are eligible. That's the beauty of Cinderella. Cinderella toiled for years and didn't and but she never stopped giving up on her dream. And I think a lot of women underneath you know, the way the world has made us so tough and so strong, like we don't, like we don't need men. Listen, I'll be the first one to say, baby, I don't like taking out trash. I I do not like pumping my car with gas. There's all other kind of little things that I would prefer not to do, (laughs) you know, um, while being single, but I do it. I get the stuff done. I'm a single mom. I get the stuff done. Um, because at the end of the day, I know what God has promised me in in this rejuvenation in this second chance that I have at love and I get to I get to be in my own Cinderella story and I know a lot of women out there can resonate with me we're just being on honest we're just being vulnerable and there's nothing wrong with that the world wants to paint to you this picture that you have to bottle it all up just suck it up but you know let's let's be real being in the preparation is tough you don't know that you're being prepared but when you know you know and Cinderella she she is such a uh, an epitome of strength and again I could I could talk about Rebecca and I could talk about Esther and I could talk about all these other wonderful women in the Bible. Um, but we know those stories. We'll get into that a lot later on with other episodes, I'm sure. Um, but sometimes I'm a firm believer and God will give you a word right where you are. And right where I was, was thinking about Cinderella. It happens to be one of my favorite movies, one of my daughter's favorite movies. And he gave me a word. The Holy Spirit resounded with that word just about her story. And it's very similar to a lot of our stories. We put up with things that we shouldn't have to. And sometimes we just humbly go about our day and we just toil and we cry and we slave over things and we're underappreciated and undervalued. And sometimes we just want to be loved. We want to feel special. We want to be picked immediately out of all the other women in a sea for our special one. And I'm here to tell you that that is possible. Cinderella was not lying when she sung a dream is a wish that your heart makes when you're fast asleep. <laughs> I don't even know if I was on pitch, but you get the gist. That 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 dream that you have can come true of being with the one that you are supposed to be with and it could be lovely just as lovely as a fairy tale so again we'll get into some more meat and potatoes here um i have three points to make and then we'll wrap things up the first one is preparing is everything Preparing is everything. I kind of touched on that um, 
and, and just letting you all know that you don't have to get weary in well-doing. You don't. And Galatians 6, 9 tells us that. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So yes, it's hard being single, um, dodging some really fine eligible bachelors. Okay, it's not just about eligible maidens. I'm I'm talking to you, bachelor. It's hard. Temptation is always ever present, especially in the time that we live in. It's so easy to pick up our phone and get into contact with someone we ain't seen in five years, knowing good and well <laughs> they need to stay in that past. <laughs> Unless God has directly told you this is somebody you need to be in communication with, then leave it alone. Let God lead you. He will tell you. He will give you revelation. He will give you the keys, 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 keys. You won't have to worry about anything, but just continue to get prepared for what is ahead. Because again, it's not just about being prepared so you could be a spouse. This is inevitably about God's kingdom. So you're preparing, you are, <laughs> you are building up these, these muscles in, in the spirit and you're learning how to war in the spirit. You're putting in the elbow grease. You're praying for others, um, even when they don't deserve it, just like Cinderella did for her stepmother and her, her stepsisters and everyone else that treated her so wrong. She just stayed poised the whole time. And I'm not saying you got to be perfect again, because this is a fable. But God can still work through fables. Just work with me now. Work with the picture. Work with the vision. But, and that, there'll be times where you're going to slip up. You know, sometimes some folks just end up getting cussed out. And that happens. <laughs> sometimes you end up fighting it. And that happens. I'm not here to encourage that. But I'm just saying, look out for those things that trigger you. So you know where to go and just take it to God, leave it to God, because the righteous have never, ever been forsaken. I am a testament to that. Um, so, yeah, it's hard, but just continue to prepare, continue to clean up house, continue to keep things clean and in order and just keep believing and dreaming and just keep going to God and taking it to him. And he will work these promises out for you. Because it's, like I said in the beginning, it's bigger. It's bigger. When you look at all them pages of lineage, it's about your seed. It's about your lineage. It's about purpose. What God has called you to do. So if you are co-partnering with God and making sure that you have all your ducks in a row, he's going to make sure that you get taken care of. Um, another thing is while you're preparing, so is your Prince Charming. So is your spouse. He is in the background as well, getting things together. Um, and as you know, in the story, and I'm speaking about the Disney version and I'll get to Grimm's version later on because there are some other parallels, um, I want to relate. But when you look at Disney's version, you see the Prince and also Roger and Hammerstein's. Prince don't even want to get married. He's just like, why? I don't 
really want to do this. But it wasn't until he saw Cinderella that he instantly felt this woman is special. So just know that you don't have to waste time. God will buy all that time. You won't have to worry about anything. And in an instant, your spouse will know who you are just like that. If he didn't already tell you. Because you don't have time to waste time in God's kingdom. You ain't got that time. Unless he wants you to do something in the meantime or with that time while you know. Again, just continue to prepare. But you don't have to waste time with someone that is not going to treat you right. That's not your kingdom spouse just because you're lonely. You don't have to do that. You don't have to get married to someone just because you want to get married. And I'm saying this because these are my lessons learned. I've done this before in the past. I've been married before. I was previously engaged. But it wasn't until recently that I, I found out what my worth was. Not just my personal worth, but my worth to the kingdom of God. And that is more important than anything. Um, but we will get to that because that's that's another point that I want to make is about knowing who you are. So um, anyway, we're still talking about being prepared. Um, everyone else around you is going to want to get something for nothing. And they're going to want your anointing. But they don't know what it took to get your anointing, to get your happy ending. They don't know what it took for you to get your immediately, suddenly moment. They did, They don't know what it took. So they will do everything they can to manipulate the situation. If you look in Grimm's version of Cinderella, like when the prince came to, <laughs> to try and get Cinderella, the stepsisters cut their feet off just to get her anointing. Went through all that mess. A, but guess what? But Cinderella had the keys, 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 keys. She had the other slipper. So it doesn't matter what people try to do to manipulate you, your kingdom spouse, any of that. That's yours. And if God said it's for you, it's for you. It ain't for nobody else. Just keep working. Stay prepared um, for when you need to go ahead and and pull out <laughs> pull out your keys, your receipt, whatever you want to call it, that symbolizes the shoe in this story. And, and you're good. God wants to put you with your perfect match. Your kingdom spouse for his purpose. I didn't say that they were perfect, but it's God's will for his perfect purpose and his purpose is perfect there are a lot of p's in that sentence (laughs) i tried to get through them all um but it's all inevitably for god's glory so the preparation the things that you do they are for god and that's not saying that you got to have everything all right and tidy and ready but you got to have something together you got to have an outline you got to have something you got you to gotta come with some type of spiritual gift to help you war through this. Because again, people will cut off their toes to get to your anointing. That ain't, that ain't theirs. So you got to get ready for that battle. 
it's going to be beautiful, no doubt. No doubt about it. But you got to prepare for the mother demons that are coming after you. And I didn't want to make this grim (laughs) as we're talking about different versions of uh, Cinderella with our Cinderella anointing and our Cinderella story today. But these are facts. These are real life facts. It gets grim really fast. Don't think that those those little tales that have been translated between Disney and and Aesop and Aesop's fables and uh, Roger Hammerstein's and all the beautiful music. Don't think that I didn't come from a vision of just how people act anyway when it comes to your anointing. People will, the enemy is out to steal, kill, and destroy, and he will use people in your life to make sure that that happens. So when you get prepared, you need to make sure you are preparing for that because your union with your kingdom spouse is going against everything that the enemy stands for. He doesn't want unity. He wants you to be divided, which is why you can't seem to make it work with that one man that you know that you should let go or that one woman you know that you should let go. All those situationships, all those soul ties, um, all the sleeping around, all of it, you've got to let it go. And again, I understand we're being very, very candid here. Things happen. And sometimes you don't always stay on the straight and narrow. But I'm telling you, you better rebuke that, quicken that, and get right back on track. Because you have principalities to fight. You got a dark, dark world to fight. So, you know, you and your kingdom spouse both are being prepared to be presented to yourself, to, uh, to yourselves. Um, you have time to get it together. God will give you that grace and, uh, your, your Prince Charming will come to you. My eligible maiden (laughs) girl, don't go out and chase that man. That is not how that is designed unless the Lord has said to say something specific, but most times, no, don't chase that man. And I told you that I have something for the fellas that is coming up. Um, I sat and I thought and I thought and I thought. And I was like, well, somebody had told me and I had it confirmed, you know, that just God in my preparing season, in this preparing season of singleness, that God is my husband. And God is omnipotent. He's all things. So I thought to myself, how will men feel about like, (laughs) how do men feel for real? Again, we're getting real candid here. How do men feel about like God being their husband per se? But then again, I thought, go to the book. Duh. (laughs) Go draw strength and, and wisdom from the good book and God will make all things plain. And so I thought to myself, how will men be able to relate to this story in finding their, y'all's going to say one in true love. <laughs> I said it. How will men prepare in finding their kingdom spouse? And a really great example is just like the prince in Cinderella 
went far and wide. I mean, toiled, happily toiled, um, earnestly searched for his Cinderella. It's almost like the same thing with Jacob in Genesis 29. You can go ahead and read that. Genesis 29. And Jacob was in love with Rachel, but he had to work for Rachel. He too had to toil and and get prepared and go through all kind of stuff just to get Rachel. He had to work seven years. And in the Bible it says, but it only seemed like a couple of days because of how in love he was with her. And that is what you fellas need to understand about when you are going after your own Cinderella anointing. Your Cinderella is somewhere getting prepared for you and you in turn need to be getting prepared for her. Even if it takes you a little while as well. Um, You should be so in love and so in tune with God and so humble that it only feels like a very small time and then when you see her you will know her it don't take all this other stuff it really does not culture has messed us up so bad and all culture is doing is wasting our time and keeping us divided all these dating apps all these things that we see on TV making a mockery of marriage. Yeah, I said it. Um, and I know God can still make something out of our foolishness and out of our folly. But really, take these things to God and he will direct all of your steps. Um, and I know that this this is going to be a pretty long episode because I'm making up for a couple of months. Again, I've been sitting on this and I've even had more revelation and more kind of things to relate to this that have really enhanced. Like I said, it's like a marinade. They really enhanced how I wanted to come across in this message because it is just so dear to me. And it is so dire that we get this right. I couldn't just speak for 15 to 20 minutes about this subject because this subject is so detrimental to the body of Christ that I I have to get it out. And I hope that you stay and listen to everything. And I hope that you go back and catch something that you, you may have missed. And I hope that you take notes um, because it's it's very, very important to get this right and it will lead us into our second topic which is about the foundation about marriage being the foundation for building and dominating God's kingdom but real quick before I get to that I wanted to point out that a little bit again about me my favorite show in the whole wide world y'all is Frasier if you know me then you know it and you'll you'll see why um <laughs> my life is very bad and bougie just like that so <laughs> um if you've ever seen Fraser you know Fraser has a brother and his brother's name is Niles 
and Frazier has an employer that is his dad's healthcare, um, home healthcare nurse and like physical therapist. Her name is Daphne. It took them seven years to get together on that show. And I'm sorry if I spoiled it for you. Uh, I probably should have said spoiler alert first, but you know, listen, the show was old, whatever. You're fine. (laughs) But anyway, just like Jacob and Rachel, it took them seven years in the show to get together. Um, and then this was triggered by Daphne having a vision of the man that she was supposed to marry having some certain item, like he had a dragon or something. And the vision scared her. She didn't quite understand it. She never really quite saw um, her husband's face. But this is something that she said was in her vision of her husband, which eventually would be um, Fraser's brother, Niles. And so I recently rewatched that episode, like in the flow of rewatching the show, like for the fifth time. And I always catch something different. And I just felt that strong anointing watching that episode because sometimes that's how it is. Sometimes God will reveal something to you. You quite, you maybe don't really quite understand what's going on or how it came to be, but it is still important So if God has given you revelation, write that down and don't share it with everybody. It's sacred. Don't share it with everybody. He is giving you gifts. He is giving you presents. He is giving you something to help renew your faith, something to help um, confirm a feeling, um, your intuition, which is the Holy Spirit talking to you anyway. And so... Basically, in Frasier, Daphne was engaged to another man who she eventually left at the altar. And it was it was just beautiful. She left him and she went with the man she was supposed to be with. It's never really confirmed, but it's confirmed at like the end of like they never address it. That's what I'm trying to say together. But it was confirmed because Niles, the brother, um, he had like a a dragon statue we found out later in the episode and it was just like look at God I see what you did there um God can move through all kind of entertainment you just have to know how to look for them just like us talking about Cinderella and the Scylla Cinderella anointing I'm sorry y'all y'all know that I record this stuff late at night when my child is asleep so my words get kind of slurred forgive me I'm so sorry I will be right back and we will get into another part about our foundation. But what I do want to go ahead and continue to emphasize for this point here is please do not get weary in well doing. The preparation is important. The preparation will give you revelation. The preparation will give you your purpose. It will give you, again, those muscles that you need to war for the kingdom of God so that you can move into your promised land. A couple of times this week, I just kept hearing in different sermons, like crossing over the Jordan and and, and reading different parts of Joshua and just really getting into this crossover season that's coming up for 
a lot of us where we are officially being taken out of single season and crossing over into marriage season because that is the promise. We are crossing over into the promised land. So don't get weary and well-doing. I know it's hard. I know that it's time-consuming. And I know that sometimes it may take years before you actually see a physical manifestation. But if you believe in the Spirit and if you continue to co-partner with God, He will make sure that your prince finds you, know exactly, knows exactly what you look like, girl, and knows the size shoe that you wear. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to come back here in a second with foundation, building, and dominating. y'all so we're going to go ahead and get into just how important that foundation is to your cinderella anointing from the beginning of time when you read through genesis um the enemy has tried to do what cause division between not only god and us but each other Eve ate the apple when she was deceived by the snake, the serpent, whatever you want to call him. Either way, he is an enemy of us all. And it it set everything off when she ate from the forbidden tree. Um, That is why it is so important for that preparation phase. And then also making sure that you are with your kingdom partner that God has chosen for you because you'll be like-minded. You will be, you'll be able to understand each other. You'll speak the same love language um, or to be easy to learn each other's love language. You won't have to, to war each other because you got, you got a uh, kingdom to rule. You got enemies to fight you ain't got time to be upset at each other and I'm not saying that relationships are going to be perfect but what I am saying is that you need somebody that is going to be your perfect match again I'm not saying that these people are going to be perfect but it is for God's purpose and when it's for God's purpose it's perfect that all of this is for God's purpose, God's glory, God's will. This, like I said earlier, it's more than you think. It's bigger than you. This is legacy. This is like when you build your house on rock and not sand, and you're building that family with the one that God has chosen for you, and making sure that you are instilling the morals and the values and the all the ups and all the downs. You're sharing that and you're, you're telling your children and your children's children about overcoming. And you're telling them about the love of Jesus Christ that he has for his people and how he brought you through in your testimony. God won't waste a testimony. Walk in that truth. 
both of you combine together as kingdom partners, as kingdom spouses. It's just like this big old, it's like this big bomb, like this big bomb that's just going to hover over the rest of your legacy and your lineage and detonate each and every time someone needs encouragement. Imagine every time somebody needs, uh, what's another word for encouragement? (laughs) Every time that they feel that their faith is failing, they will know your story. Just like when we talk about um, the Ruths and the Esthers and the Rebecca's, just like when we talk about them, they'll be talking about you. Why do you feel that you were less important? The same reason that the prince in the Disney version <laughs> of Cinderella, the same reason that he left the party to go and chase down his beloved is the same way mirrored that's the importance of it all the same way that God will leave to go leave all the sheep to go and find you that one lost sheep and renew your faith again I say this to people all the time this faith walk is not a cakewalk there will be all kind of hell that you're going to have to encounter in the hallway But God never wastes a battle. And you've never lost a battle. Never. Never, 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 never. And you you really won't. When you are walking in his true will, he will guide your steps. He will be that lamppost. And he will come running back to you to give you your crown back. And that is how marriages are mirrored, just like God coming after our own hearts, coming after the body of Christ, the church. It's bigger than what we think. Of course, it, it's, it's a juxtaposition because God can be a juxtaposition. It's, it's about us, but it's not about us at the same time. But if we co-partner then come along for the ride. It's a little bumpy. (laughs) It's a little bumpy in the back, but you'll be okay. But yeah, purpose from people that you meet that come and go in your life, good encounters, bad encounters, all of it is being used to help restore your faith. But most importantly, get that foundation right. So you do your preparations, you start to build your foundation. When you build your foundation, you can keep building and keep building and eventually you'll dominate. You will dominate in all areas of your life. You will dominate in love. You will dominate in the businesses that you're creating or whatever it is or that that you need to do with your purpose with God you'll just dominate and people are going to want to know why and you can let them know why it's because you got hooked up with the right one that God had for you 
for his purpose. And together as a team, you you build your legacy, you build your lineage, your family, you go out, you're fruitful, you're happy, you're taken care of. You're just like Job in that second part of his life. But again, that preparation that Job had to go through just, just to get to the other side of the promise for the second chance, and he didn't even do nothing wrong? Shoot. <laughs> y'all y'all better come on and, and, and get in your Bible and start doing Bible workouts and get strong in Christ because this is why I pray. I've done I've done all kind of wrong. I am far from perfect. And I wouldn't want to wish any of that on my worst enemy what happened to him and having to be tormented and come out on top. But you got to stay in constant prayer. You got to stay strong. You got to be in it. You have to be dedicated. And when you are in your kingdom marriage, you got to take those vows seriously. I was very fortunate to grow up with two very loving parents. So I see what happens when you wait. My father waited for my mother. He tells that story all the time and it's beautiful. He stopped dating for a while, a little over a year. And he just consecrated that time to the Lord. And he said, I'm just going to stop because I can't keep doing this. It's just wasting time. And so he stopped uh, dating and doing all that mindless stuff. And after a year was up, he ran right into my mother at his place of work. And the rest is history. (laughs) and they've had 30 plus years of marriage it's and it's been and I I I don't be in a business like that but I was never in a house that was devoid of love and I praise God for that there's a lot of people that talk about a lot of trauma I was saved from that praise God So I'm here and I feel that my ministry is here to tell you that that real love, it exists. That fairy tale love exists. You don't have to be bickering and fighting all the time. And again, I know it's not perfect. You know, my parents aren't perfect people. I'm not a perfect person. But you just war and you fight and you pray. And I've seen it. I've seen them on their knees praying. I have seen them in hospital rooms praying. I've seen them thanking God when things are good and things are bad. I've seen it. I've seen them close their eyes over my siblings and I to pray us into the night when things feel right and when things feel wrong. It's all about what you do in that preparation time. And then about the careful steps and the careful way that you go into the night and you build that legacy. Listen, the Cinderella anointing is not for the weak of heart. If you can't stand the heat, then get out the kitchen. 
<laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, but for real, I'm I'm just telling you, you you have to become strong. You're not walking into the Cinderella anointing just to be pampered. You got to work. And I've seen my mother work in many different ways. I've seen my father work in many different ways. And, you know, I'm for certain that the relationships I was in before, as many of you all may be in relationships that you need to let go of, sometimes they just don't work and they, they're not working for a reason. But I've seen what happens when adversity can come, uh, you know, a situation can, an adverse situation, sorry, can come into a marriage and, uh, you know, like sickness and stuff like that. Just, just, just normal things, um, you know, finances, all that. You just got to be on one page. And my parents always seem to be on one page. And I praise God for that because it's. It was the example that I needed to tell you to reach somebody that everything don't always have to be bad. So anyway, um, when you build your foundation on rock, not sand, a strong foundation from the beginning, blessed by God, you can go ahead and dominate, be fruitful, have kids that go out and dominate fearless all of it you can <laughs> I still see the looks on uh you know my teachers faces when my parents would both show up in the room it's a very interesting look and they they always presented themselves as and they still present themselves as a united front that's how it should be. Scare them demons that are trying to plant seeds of um, insecurity in your children, etc. That's what it means to dominate. You show up together and you dominate. That doesn't mean being rude or mean or treating people like they are less than. But you just get up every day and you just keep showing up. And I've seen that example and you just keep at it and you keep at it and you just keep wearing the enemy down because the, he does not want you to get up and live out that life with your God-ordained spouse. He does not want you to get up and be happy um, even when times are looking bleak and hard or whatever. He doesn't want you to feel that you are rich and abundant if you know you are, if you are, you know, in a job that you don't like or whatever, what have you, or, you know, you may be, um, in poverty or whatever, it just, whatever it is, he don't want to see you win at all. He's mad as all get out that this happened in the first place. That's what happens when you make hell nervous. And then you got kids that make hell nervous too. Shoot. You better get out. So the enemy comes for your seed. He comes for your businesses. He comes for things that you've built. He comes for your your house, your car, all, all these things. And I'm not just talking about material things. He comes for the creativity. So he will send people to discourage your children as you're building this legacy. Like I'm, it's bigger than what you think. I'm. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. 
this whole story. It's bigger than what you think. It's bigger than getting dressed up and going to the ball or going to a party and meeting a man and having him say, oh, girl, you look so good. Oh, boy, you look so fine. Let's get together, make some babies. <laughs> What's that Jagged Edge song say? First of all, I know you suck, I play is what it is. I'll be real and save us on my heart. Stay this chance and make this love feel relevant. I loved you from the start, yeah. That 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 song, I can't think of the course right now. But you get where I'm going. Um Oh, that, that's that's it. I just wanna get married. Meet me at the altar in your white dress. Y'all come on. Saint, y'all know that song. We ain't getting no young, so we might as well do it. But it's bigger than that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's nice that we started there, right? In the beginning of this episode. It's nice that we started there. It was beautiful. But now you got to put the real work in. Now is when you need to go ahead and look at them reflexes, Cinderella, and start saying, okay, I I still got to work hard. Even though I'm in the palace. I still got to work hard just like I was working hard back in my stepmama's house. You still have to put the work in, whether it is working in the natural or whether it's warring in the spirit. Y'all better come on and put on the full armor of God. Y'all better come on. So, without God, everything will fall away. Um, The enemy wants division. Adam and Eve, when you think about them and the sin that was created in the world because of Eve eating the apple that was forbidden... Um, from the beginning of time, the enemies try to destroy the household. So you have, you've really got to take into consideration when you choose your God ordained, well, you don't choose him. I'm sorry. Forget I said that. When God chooses you, that spouse, it's for a reason. It's for a purpose because you got demons to fight because they want to do everything that they can to destroy it from the beginning of time. Ain't nothing new. You already know what's up. Don't act dumb and think, oh, my God, I didn't know. No, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Having a kingdom spouse in these kingdom marriages, having the Cinderella anointing, (laughs) it's not a keychain that you can put on your keys and wear proudly and show everybody at Christmas your new bright and shiny thing. It's cute for a second. But when you really got to take care of things, you really have been called. You've really been chosen to take care of it. So take care of it. Get to it. Toot toot. Didn't mean to sound so harsh, but really, I need y'all to understand the importance of your mission and your purpose when it does happen. And again, you can still have a fairy tale. It's still going to be good. It's God is not going to put you in something to make you suffer. He will never do that. Mm-mm. You didn't you didn't done all your toiling. You know how when you lift weights, 
when you start off lifting weights, you lift a very small amount and you practice and you practice and you keep going back to the gym and you're lifting the small weights and eventually you move up to the the larger weights before you know it, you're lifting buses and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't lift weights, but I, I know people that lift weights and I'm I'm just saying that at some point the weight gets heavier but what you do is you go back to your formal training and you work the muscles and you keep believing and you lift more get to another level and you lift more that's all I'm saying you gotta overcome and you gotta take God at his daily bread That daily bread, the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. Continue to renew your strength. That's where your strength is going to come from while you're laying the foundation for God's kingdom. So, y'all, I know this has been... A long episode. Again, I'm making up for lost time. But like I've said earlier, this is very near and dear to my soul because I'm in that season. I'm in that season with y'all or whoever else is in this season with me. And I know it can be trying to try to understand why you're in this season of not necessarily uncertainty, but just waiting, twiddling your thumbs, um, second guessing, second guessing your kingdom spouse, uh, but also second guessing your yourself. Am I good enough? Am I worthy? Um, Is this really for me, Lord? Is this really something that's going to uh, surpass? Like I've been, I've been toiling in the ashes for so long. I've been in the valley for so long. I don't see the seeds that I've planted, you know, so that when I do meet my kingdom spouse, will he recognize me? Will he recognize me by my seeds? Will he recognize me by the fruit? Will he recognize me at, at all, all of that? all these little insecurities that the enemy whispers to us. Um, now some of it's natural <clears throat> and we listen to our fleshly desires. Um, you know, we just want to hurry up and get married so we can satisfy our urges or hurry up and satisfy our fleshly urge to not want to be alone, but we're never alone. We're with the Lord. We're never alone. And again, it's very important to understand your purpose and understand your understand what it means to get prepared and enjoy it. Not all preparing is toiling. Some of it's just just like Esther getting beautified to be presented towards the king. Just like I got my baby all dressed up for Halloween to be uh, 
a cute little trick-or-treater and to get candy and get compliments and have a great time like sometimes it's just getting prepared just like that being a musician um, I get excited when I get prepared for shows the giddiness the nervousness um, also you know the hard work that it takes to put put on a concert to know that it will all be worth it when I'm complete that's how we need to renew our minds that's what we need to focus on Cinderella is my eligible maidens and lads I don't know what men were called back then but (laughs) Uh, when I find out I'm gonna use it in another episode but just wrapping up everything with this big finale Um, My third point I want to get across is knowing who you are. And this is why I do what I do with the favorite things. It's understanding your favor with God. Understanding where he gives you imminent grace. That is why Christ died for us. To give us life. This is why he puts institutions together like marriage to show those that don't believe and those that are on the fence that this love, this unconditional love is possible. That is why we do what we do, why we believe what we believe. And walking in favor you just like to be favored by someone that is just like you that is meant for you you're equal as we're talking about kingdom marriages Cinderella gained favor at the end of the day from beginning it's like no doubt from beginning to end from the moment the prince saw her to when she got her happy ending And moving into the palace. It's just like Joseph. From the prison to the palace. Go back and read your Bibles, y'all. Go back and read your Bibles. Cinderella is just a story. Again, you know, culture thinks that they are so slick that they can just present stories that aren't necessarily Christian, but you know, when you take a second look at them, it mirrors it as well. It mirrors God's love also. This this favor that has been there at the beginning of time when God put Adam asleep and made Eve from his rib. Just knowing that there's someone out there that is <laughs> that is your equal. It's amazing. It makes me feel all gushy inside. <laughs> and it's it's okay to sit in that feeling and to know who you are and why you feel that way is very important. Once you know who you are, that you are a child of the most high king. 
and that he is bringing all things good to you that is perfectly tailored to you. It's like like when I get my Ipsy bag every month. And for those of y'all that don't know, Ipsy is just like a makeup bag. And it's not that I'm, you know, minimizing God to an Ipsy bag. It's just an example, just an example. But my Ipsy makeup bag comes and it has all these tailored items, high-end items um, delivered to my door for a small fee. And it's all wrapped up, nicely packaged in a new package each time. Um, And it comes in a pretty pink bag by USPS, all that good stuff. But imagine, that's exactly how your spouse is gonna come. (laughs) And then once you know who you are, you start understanding that you're capable of so much more. You understand your beauty in a different way. You understand that you are a rarity And that you can do anything with your faith. And then when you pair it with somebody else, you can dominate the way God needs you to dominate for his kingdom in his kingdom only. All glory be to God. Y'all, that favor is real. That anointing, that favor. Jesus. Even though at the end of Cinderella, the glass shoe was shattered. When you understand that you hold the other hand, sorry, the other shoe. (laughs) I was trying to say when you hold the upper hand, but in this case, you're holding the other shoe. Can't nobody tell you nothing. And so although While we're waiting, those of us in single seasons, while we are waiting, understand that you got the other shoe. You have the power. You're just waiting for that shoe to be slipped on your foot, something that's been perfectly tailored, something so beautiful is delivered to you. The anointing, the favor. This is mirrored for God's kingdom. And we have to work together on this. Encourage your friends that are in the same situation. What God has for them is for them. And I remind my friends... Each time I hear them complain about somebody done done somebody else wrong in a love song, as unjudgmental as I can, I just tell them to pray about it because God will give you revelation. Knowing in the back of my mind, I pray that they reveal that that person is not for you. (laughs) If they're going to put you through all that pain, but that's neither here nor there. We're talking about all things Cinderella anointed and favored and we're just talking about our kingdoms right now. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
God wants you to be happy here on earth. He does not want you to suffer. That is never his intent. Ask God what that revelation is. Test every spirit that you meet. And be patient. Continue to prepare. I want to close everything out on a quote from the Brothers Grimm Cinderella. It simply goes, even miracles take a little time. I'll say that again. Even miracles take a little time. I've seen this all over the internet is that, you know, once you see how big and beautiful it is that God, what what God has for you, you'll understand why you had to wait so long. And I know that we don't want to wait for anything. Listen, if our Uber Eats is five minutes later than the estimated time of arrival, we throw attitudes and fits like kids, like my three-year-old <laughs> when we had to leave trick-or-treating and <laughs> tying us all back to her. But when you are preparing and understanding just why you're preparing, when you understand the importance that it has over your life of building that strong foundation, when you understand just who you are in Christ and how powerful you are with him by your side, in you, within you, and when you have <laughs> when you have your kingdom spouse beside you that has God in them, within them, around them too, makes hell nervous. Y'all better understand the anointing, the anointing that you have when you have been chosen to unite in this kingdom marriage. Understand that assignment and then walk out in that favor. That's what we are here for. You've been granted that favor, so settle for nothing less. Be humble, be meek along the way, and you'll receive the kingdom of heaven. All right, y'all. So I know that was a long one, but it was a fire one. And I hope that you felt the Holy Ghost spirit just as I have, as I've been able to share this information with you. I know it's a lot. Process it. Take it to God, please. I beg you, take it to him. Question um, question those things in your life that are not of God and get rid of them. <laughs> really take time to understand and get yourself out of whatever bondage you may be in and get yoked up with somebody that knows what's up. Get yoked with somebody dope. <laughs> God will send them to you. He will make sure that his children are taken care of. That is what he wants for you. 
And again, he wants nothing less. He wants you to be favored. He wants you to be blessed. He wants to give you something that you haven't experienced before. Another level. It's there. And he's coming for you. He is coming for you. Again, he may be riding on the back of a donkey just like Jesus Christ himself. But he's coming for you. And he is just right for you. He is tailor-made for you. And that brings God nothing but pleasure to see you happy. And to see you thrive. And to see you be blessed in the presence of your enemies. You need not worry about anything but just continue to prepare so that you can build so that you can know who you are and your legacy will shine. Y'all already know what it is. It's your girl, Sia Michelle. I want you all to have a very, very, very Merry Christmas. Praise God. Jesus is the reason for the season. And if I don't catch you all on New Year's Eve, I want you to walk into 2022 blessed, Highly favored, and don't forget to F things. (laughs) F things, F things, F things. I love y'all so much, favorite family. Y'all take care. Thanks for rocking with me. Second year in a row. We're on to bigger and better things. Have a good one. Bye bye.